Welcome to Local St. Charles. This podcast is done in conjunction with the Greater St. Charles County Chamber of Commerce and focuses on local businesses, their successes, their stories, and their challenges. The Local St. Charles podcast is produced by Changescape Web. Hello, everybody. I'm Ken Tucker with Changescape Web. Today, I'm joined by Becky, Marcia, and Danielle of Lilac Ivy Boutique, a woman's fashion boutique located in Cottleville, Missouri. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having Thanks, us. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, I'm excited Thanks, to Ken. talk to you guys. So I haven't had a chance to meet you in person yet. This is exciting that we can connect this way. I know you guys have started fairly recently. What was it like getting started during a pandemic and why did you decide to get started? Well, it was hard getting started during a pandemic. We certainly didn't have that in our business plan. (laughs) I can imagine. I had been working for another local boutique here for a few years, and I had been given a lot of responsibility from them, learned how to buy clothes, and met a lot of really interesting people. And since I learned all this stuff, I had the idea of starting my own, but only doing it a little bit differently. I didn't want a brick and mortar. I wanted to do an online and then in my home by appointment shopping, something where I could bring people in and build a bit bigger relationship with women and offer them a styling and help to be able to put their wardrobes together in the privacy of my home. And um, that's kind of the reason why we got started. So starting in, in during the pandemic, Ken, was was kind of crazy. And again, it wasn't in our business plan. We actually sat in Cottleville at Upshot Coffee. <laughs> We're planning our launch. It was going to be a big in-person event. And then the quarantine orders came out and we all went home. <laughs> well, that was and, a Saturday and Monday, everything shut down. So yep. we were going to shut down ourselves. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we had wow. to come up with crazy. a whole different business plan. I know several businesses that unfortunately had to do that. So I I applaud you guys for your resilience and uh, the ability to kind of adapt on the fly. That's pretty amazing. We learned an awful lot. And and we learned, as you said, on the fly, uh, doing one thing and that didn't work. So we tried another. And Becky was really our biggest key because she's very, very good at social media. And that's how we got started. If it hadn't been for social media getting us our foot in the door, we wouldn't have been able to make the sales that we did. But people really embraced us and mm-hmm. through social media and we got ourselves going that way. Yeah. And I think that's something that Ken, gosh, you've probably seen this in, in the work that you do, that social media has been a real connector during this time of disconnectedness and separateness. Yeah. And so what we found and you know what we think makes us different is uh, some of the fun stuff that Marsha does on social every day, she does videos. And we've heard from so many of our customers, Ken, that they look forward to seeing us online. It's part of their daily routine, you know, and they have a lot of fun just watching (laughs) and waiting for us. It's amazing because I come on almost every day and do my yay for the day and offer uh, one or two things at uh, a different, a, a little bit of a different price. And it doesn't matter what time I do that, if I do it in the early afternoon or even late at night, all of a sudden, all these people are hopping on and making all these comments. And it's really quite gratifying to see how many people wait for the little notification on Facebook that we're on live. And they'll, they'll follow us that way. 
and the wow. comments I got. I, I had a lady stop me in the grocery store and said, aren't you the lady from Lilac Ivy? And I thought, oh my God, I feel like I'm a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's really strange. I, I, I've done a lot of presentations over the years for the chambers. Uh, we, we did a monthly marketing meetup at the OPO startups for the last year. And, and I delivered most of those presentations. And uh, before that, I worked with the technology committee and it's just amazing. I mean, you have people come up to you and it's like, do I know you? It's just such a strange feeling because I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty introverted person. And when somebody comes up and talks to me out of the blue, you know, it's always a little bit of a shock. So is a, a burden because I feel like I have to look decent when I go out now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So you're using Facebook Live. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So and we're also using it to not only further the business that way, but since we're in COVID, we're doing Facebook parties where we have someone that's a, a hostess and we start a party on a Sunday for her. Becky launches all the different notifications for the hostess and she invites all kinds of people herself. We let it run for three or four days and then we have a live. So uh, hopefully sometimes the hostess comes over to my house and she does it with us. But if not, the three of us do it live on Facebook to her friends that she's invited. And we do a live party that way. And the parties, when we do them, are a boon to the hostess because she gets 10% of the total sales of the party in free merchandise for herself. Or we do it as a fundraiser for an organization and donate that amount of money to the organization as a fundraiser. So uh, this Facebook Live has just been our livelihood right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic. Have you created your Facebook shop? Because Facebook now gives you the ability to have a shop. Mm -hmm. I was just curious. You know, yeah, we haven't. Becky, you were talking about how social media is really, I, I think it's become extremely important. Before <laughs> COVID hit, it's always been important you know, in certain respects. The importance has really become renewed through, mm -hmm. you know, through COVID. Businesses need to be posting every day, multiple times a day now. Most of the time, I would not have said that would be or should be the case for, for many businesses, but it's kind of proving that you're still around, that you're still active, that things are still going on in your business. And so definitely check out Facebook shops because that's another big opportunity. And people can actually just shop right on your Facebook page and not even leave to go there. So check that out. Yeah. The other aspect of the, our store is also the um, in-person shopping at my house. I have uh, generally Wednesday and Thursdays open for shopping here. And then ladies call in between for appointments and they come over and shop the closet. And it has been a really fun experience for these ladies when they came come over part of the whole deal that we wanted to do when they come over it's private they can try on all kinds of clothes try on things that they never thought they would try on before and it's just them and me and it's it's a fun experience for all of us and it's a very private and good way for them to shop right now especially with COVID. Yeah do you carry a lot of inventory that way? We, or? we have a boutique in my basement. Really all right. <laughs> <laughs> People are actually surprised when they come over, Ken, you know, we say, oh, it's in Marsha's house and they're thinking there's going to be a rack of clothes, but we yeah. have tons and tons of stuff and they're, they're shocked, you know, when they come over to see, oh my gosh, there's a store down here. <laughs> That's on our web pages in our basement. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, All probably right. over, gosh, I don't know, over 500 pieces of inventory we yeah. had at, at one time. <laughs> 
We're a little bit lower now because finishing Christmas and we're getting ready for spring, but well, it's just a fun experience for the ladies to come over and privately try on all these clothes. Yeah. Things that they would never have done in a store because there's other people in a store and it's just them and me. Yeah. Yep. And we always say, Ken, whether, whether they like it or not, they're going to get Marsha's opinion, which is always good to have that honest friend who's going to say, that looks terrible no, on you, no, or that. that looks amazing on you. It, sometimes women need that reassurance that, yeah, that looks great. But yeah. Marsha will also tell you that that's not the top for you. <laughs> well, I had a, a client of mine one time that does a lot of uh, image consulting, uh, particularly helping people, professionals who are trying to get back into the workforce, mm -hmm. you know, maybe some women <laughs> who haven't been in the workforce for a while, or helping a lot of high school graduates or college graduates get their first jobs or their first internships and things like that. And she would just flat out tell me if I showed up uh, at a meeting one day, she's like, no, you really shouldn't dress that way. Yep. <laughs> well, I, well I think we all really need that because I, I mean, if it's me and especially now during COVID, I mean, it's like people's wardrobes <laughs> have changed dramatically, you know, and I mean, you don't even really think about some of this stuff anymore. Well, Ken, that's my background. I've done both of those things. Oh, really? I, okay. I was an IT recruiter for a long time where I recruited people okay. and had to take them to interviews and tell them how to dress. And yeah. for a lot of these people, they had been working for 25 years in the same company and then lost their jobs. And I was helping them look for something else and they had to get redressed for the workforce. And then before that, I worked for Hickey Business School where I went around and did wardrobe presentations to kids to try to help them find that first job. So that's my background. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Well, I used to work for a company called Rose International. Oh, I know Rose quite well. Yeah. I never did the IT staffing piece. I was on the solutions side and I, I managed all of our federal, state and local contracts. So I did that aspect of it and, and also any of the solutions we were doing for the corporate world. But I certainly had a lot of interface with the IT world and, and obviously hiring people on some pretty large federal contracts. It's something that a lot of businesses may not necessarily realize how important it really is. So I used to tell people all the time, you've got one chance to make a first impression. And sometimes that's the only chance you're going to get that's going to last with these people. It's hard to change that first impression. I love your business model. Um, is there anybody else around that's, that's doing something similar to this? If they are doing it, they're probably not doing it with the savvy you guys are doing with the Facebook Live and, and the social media presence that you guys have focused on. I don't know that anybody is doing both. I know that there's a couple of people or one in particular that's doing the individual appointment shopping at their home. But I don't know that she has the social media and our online presence that we have. Yeah, and I would say along with that, Marsha, I also don't know that there's a lot of people who are doing this kind of personal shopper type thing in personal styling appointments, but not having the inventory also to try on. Right. I think that that's one of the real differences. And I think the other thing too, we are an experience business, or at least that's what I like to think of it, that it's not just buying a top. It's an opportunity to meet other women, bring your friends over and just make this really an experience that you can do with others. So um, I think that's what makes us different. It's, it's also interesting to see how our clients and customers share their experience with us, with other people, mm -hmm. and then bring them on board. For example, we sell a certain brand of jeans that I 
like and I introduced. I told Becky and Danielle when we bought them, I said, once you try these jeans, you will never want to wear anything else. And they found that out after we got our inventory, but we've sold this to our customers. And <laughs> I can't, almost every customer we have now has bought a pair of these jeans wow. and they share this with everybody. It's a real interesting scenario We're we're growing in our base of people, <laughs> but they are um, a very loyal bunch. That's fantastic too, because word of mouth marketing is still the best channel. There's nothing that's going to beat that. That's for sure. Let's talk a little bit about the personal styling appointments. I mean, how, how does somebody go about doing that? Just uh, email us or message us on Facebook or make a comment on Facebook. We will get back to you right away or just actually come over on Wednesday and Thursday. I'm open on Wednesday and Thursday so they can come by, knock on the door and come in. But I'm flexible. If you can't come during the week, you know, let me know if you want to come Saturday or even Sunday. I don't care. Or in the evenings, let me know. I'm here almost all the time right now, especially. Yeah. Okay. What about on your website? Is there a place where somebody could request uh, one of these sessions uh, via the website? We do have a contact us uh, area where they can can ask us questions or uh, request an appointment too. And we also have a weekly, we've slowed down just a little bit over the holidays, but a weekly email where we're reaching out and sharing specials, sharing styles and offering up personal styling appointments via um, email marketing also. Okay. They pretty much know how to reach us. And when I do my daily podcasts, I tell them all the time, either message me or email me, or I give out my home phone number, call me uh, if you want to get a hold of me. You, you know how to reach me if you want. So they, they email us, they message us on Facebook, they comment on our Facebook page, and we get back to them. That's how they, they usually reach us if they want to come over. Okay. So I'm going to reveal my complete fashion ignorance now with this next <laughs> question. We just finished Christmas. New Year's is right around the corner, literally, f- fortunately. When does spring season start? What do you guys do after the holiday season and before spring happens? What happens there? Well, we're going to put a lot of our winter stuff on sale, big time sale. And then we've gotten in some transition clothes, which are, I mean, we still have a lot of winter to go. But everybody expects winter clothes to be on sale after Christmas and get ready for spring. We're expecting new clothes to start coming in, and it's going to be kind of like winter transition things, things that you can wear during winter and transition into spring that are lighter. We're going to have a big winter sale, and then we're going to have transition clothes, and then we're getting into our spring clothes. We will be getting some in January, February, March, April, and all the way through. So we'll we'll start getting stuff every month that's brand new and, and different and exciting. But we need to get rid of the uh, things that we have now so we have money to buy the things that we want. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And we've already picked out, Ken, that the jeans that we were talking about are Liverpool jeans. So that's something to up your fashion IQ. <laughs> Look okay. up Liverpool jeans. So the spring colors. Everyone loves Marsha has gotten everybody into color jeans, which people are afraid of. <laughs> Once you see them, you love them and so for spring i mean liverpool comes out with just the most adorable colorful and even pattern jeans so we picked out some neat pattern navies the jeans are so nice that some of them are where to work which a lot of our customers are working professionals so um, it's nice to be able to have those pieces that work for a night out for where to work yeah so speaking of that where people are still going into work not working at their homes anymore. 
Have you seen any changes in apparel and fashion and, you know, what is, what's tolerated now in the workplace? Good or, question, Or what's really Ken. desired yeah. in the workplace? <laughs> So I'm currently working from home right now, and there still is a dress code for Zoom calls. But from our customers, we have gotten requests for more, more comfortable tops that still look professional on Zoom, but it's not necessarily a blouse. And Marsha knows all the materials, but we call them Saturday shirts, you know, the comfy tops that are, that are comfy and cute. <laughs> so we have kind of bought more of those during this at the request of our customers. And that is something that I think makes our model different or makes us unique is that we buy what our customers ask for. And sometimes when Marsha is shopping, she'll pick out an item online and say, oh my gosh, Marilyn would love this. Or, you know, this is so Karen, or she's got someone in mind. And I think that's different. We're not just shooting in the dark. We're asking our customers what they're looking for. Several of them asked for blazers for the spring because guess what? At some point, we're all going back to work, <laughs> back to work in the office. So we are getting some blazers in for the spring. And I know we'll have lots of customers who will be very happy about that. Yeah. Well, and I am still going into the office. And so <laughs> what's nice is like our customers too, they'll say, hey, Danielle, can you grab my bags? And so I'm dropping things off to coworkers all the time. The clothes that Marsha picks out really are transitional pieces that you can wear to work, you can wear at home. And that's the really nice thing about it is that whether or not you're staying home or you're going back to the office, it really does fit whatever you have going on for work. Definitely everybody needs to check us out for sure. Yeah, cool. So that's a great segue into next question I was going to ask, which is just if you guys could tell people how they can find you, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, phone number, whatever you want to say. Yeah, so we are on Facebook. We have a public page that you can find us. We also have a private group that you can be a part of. We are on Instagram. We have our website, which is lilacivyboutique.com. And you can reach any of us via email at our name. So Marsha at lilacivyboutique.com, Danielle at lilacivyboutique.com, and Becky with an I at lilacivyboutique.com. What are your social media handles? For uh, Instagram, it's at lilacivyboutique, and same for uh, Facebook. Perfect. Okay. Awesome. I really enjoyed this conversation. I love what you guys are doing. Change is important to me, and I think it's important to be able to, sometimes you just have to embrace change. And I, I love the fact that you guys stuck it out and made a business model that seems to be working really well. And it's definitely really cool what you guys are doing. So thanks so much for hanging in there. And is there anything that anybody from the community can do to help you guys out? What would you ask of our listeners there? Tell them to go to Facebook and follow us at Lilac Ivy Boutique. Okay. We need all kinds of followers because, and then share it because the more followers we have and the more shares we get, the more people will learn about us and see what we have. And once they see what we have, something I wanted to also point out, we are very moderately priced. That's one of our goals here. We want to be a boutique for women of all ages, moderately priced. We want to be for that woman that has uh, three or four kids that's going out on the weekend and she wants to wear something nice, but she can't afford to pay $110 for a top, she can come over and buy something for $35, maybe $40 at the most, and don't feel bad if she doesn't wear it more than twice. 
She can feel good. She can feel fashionable. She can go out and have a good time. We are very moderately priced. And that's what people like about our fashions, the things that we have to offer. Okay. I I do have one more question too. So for those of us men that are out there, do you guys work with any of us to help us? Or is is that something that's maybe we just should leave alone and refer our wives directly <laughs> to you guys? Well, I don't know if, if men are even in our wheel frame. Wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> if we're trying to buy something for somebody who's important to us, is that? Oh, I'd yeah. love to have you with Come that. Come on over it, yeah. <laughs> and right. we have gift, yeah, right. certificates. We also have gift certificates too. Yeah. Okay. And that's the nice be- thing too, because of the, of the personal connection that we wind up having with all of our customers, we tend to know preferences and sizes and what's mm-hmm. going to work and what's not going to work for our customers. So when we develop those relationships, it makes it really easy for us to give gift buying suggestions and picking things that are not only going to fit, but that they're, they're going to love. Actually, one of the things that I wanted to start this year was a file for each woman. When somebody tells us they like something, I would keep it in a file and have it there for like a Mother's Day. So the husband can come to me and say, uh, my wife told me to come and say that there's some things that she likes that you have. And I've got that information right there in front of me. That's something I wanted to start this year. We just didn't have a chance to start it last year. So, yeah. Do you guys do anything like fashion shows? (laughs) We do. We actually had a fashion show fundraiser for the Chamber of Commerce last fall. And we are certainly open to fashion shows. We also do a lot of in-home and virtual parties. I know we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier, but our hostesses, um, anybody who wants to sign up for a party, they earn either 10% of the total sales back to their own wardrobe for things that they would like to purchase, which is a great opportunity for somebody looking to kind of jumpstart their wardrobe for the season, or it's a great way to do a fundraiser for a nonprofit. So um, we'll either give 10% back to the hostess for their own purchases, or we will make a 10% donation back to the nonprofit. And we know a lot of organizations are really struggling right now in the world of COVID. And we feel like this is a great way for us to be able to um, give back. Fashion shows are a great fundraiser for organizations. That's great to know. I'm board president of the Modern American Dance Company in St. Louis. And if you know anything about modern dance, it's, it's an ensemble. It's not solos, duets, you know, trios. We're completely shut down in terms of our regular performance season. We're still doing some things and things like that, but that's a great idea. I'll, I'll definitely share that with uh, with the rest of the folks in the company. That'd be great. Cool. Well, thanks guys so much. I really enjoyed getting to meet you guys and, and talking with you. And I love what you're doing with your business. Really exciting stuff. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks. Ken, thanks for what you're doing for the community too. No problem. Thank thanks, you Ken. All right. We want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Please be sure and subscribe to the Local St. Charles podcast in your podcast software. We'd love for you to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And please don't forget to visit LocalStCharles.com for more episodes, information on local businesses, free resources, and a link to set up a free consultation with the host of this podcast. Thanks again and stay tuned. Ken Tucker here from ChangeCape Web. Chances are your customers are texting. They do it every day, several times per day. Text message marketing allows your business to meet your customers where they are already spending time. 
and text messages get better open and engagement rates than email or social media. We have a terrific text message marketing system for brick and mortar businesses. Text the word, text me more, that's all one word, to 636-428-3855 to see how this could work for your business or visit localleads.me forward slash text and click on the blue, see the power of text message marketing button in the lower right corner, then enter your phone number.